0: Greetings and welcome to Qualified Nonsense. Here at Qualified Nonsense, we like to tackle the tough questions that you send in with our sage and sound advice. Do IBUs determine the flavor of beer? Should you mow the lawn?
1: Should you mow
0: the other lawn? Stick around to find out our opinions on these questions and more. My name's Jake.
1: I'm Brandon. And I'm Matt. And this is Qualified Nonsense.
2: Qualified Nonsense was created by childhood best friends that didn't want to lose their long-lasting friendship, so we decided to create a podcast doing what we do best, giving slightly unsolicited advice whether you like it or not. In all reality, we hope to connect with you, the listener, and deepen our friendship all around. So let's get to it.
1: Okay, welcome to our very first episode of Qualified Nonsense. Uh, we <laughs> should... <laughs> welcome. We should probably give you some some idea of who we are. So, uh, Jake, do you want to introduce yourself?
0: Sure. Yeah. Hi, I'm Jake. Um, We went to school together and um, I'm in North Carolina. That's my little fun fact. I think we're probably going to do little fun facts at the beginning of these um, just to have there be a rolling sort of, uh, you know, getting to know us. So we just really want to know calm. if you
2: would uh we want to know if you would swipe right on us or not.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, first episode is off to a great start. <laughs> episode 1. I should have <laughs> muted my microphone. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> well,
2: since you had to interrupt with a sneeze, tell us about yourself, Brandon.
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, Brandon, I, I guess you're next. Okay, you're we Brandon, got... we have seasonal allergies. Jesus. My name is Brandon Bernhardt. I'm 36 years old. Uh, my wife and I live in Eugene, Oregon, with our two cats, Rodney and Benny. Uh, in my spare time, I enjoy pub trivia, homebrewing, distilling, gardening, record collecting, toy collecting. I recently dipped my toe into soap making. So we're
2: off yeah. to a great start with this, guys. No, I sound <laughs> oh, I sound oh. boring, boring. I sound
0: boring <laughs> as fuck.
2: All the honeys are going to be into us. Yeah. <laughs> Fight uh, them off with a stick.
0: <laughs> Matthew, what about you?
2: Uh, I'm Matt. I'm 37. I live in uh, Washington State with my family of four, my wife and two beautiful daughters. I also have an unnaturally uh, healthy obsession with Prince uh, in terms of his music, collectibles. I even have a guitar that's stylized after, after uh, something that he would play. So that's me in a nutshell. I essentially enjoy doing what I do for work, which is kind of fun.
1: And what Ta-da. <laughs> uh,
2: I have a digital marketing agency, so we do photo, video, graphic design uh, and social media management, which is actually pretty soul sucking. Um, but uh, I also have a merchant services company um, that was founded during the pandemic with uh, the background in finance that that I have um, to help local businesses. Uh, it started out as lo- helping local businesses. Uh, just kind of understand what they are truly signing up for and helping them out the best we can. And it kind of blossomed into what it is today, a nationwide company. So check out evergreen payment solutions.
1: Sweet for all uh, your merchant services needs.
0: Um, I'm the official credit in. card sponsorship. I'm going to jump back in because I thought it was going to be more brief than that. And you guys did like a nice bio about yourselves that made me sound pretty boring. Cause I'm just
1: something out. down. Oh, good thinking.
0: All right, go ahead. I had one from a test. Oh, it doesn't matter. Uh, So uh, I live with my family of four also who uh, are all in North Carolina. Uh, I'm a former actor. I spent some time in uh, Oregon and then uh, Louisville, Kentucky of all places, and then New York and New Jersey. And now I'm in North Carolina where my partner's family is from. And I got two kids. They're delightful. They're the same age as Matt's kids, which is fun and i'm happy to be here on a call with uh you know with the boys bi coastal i'm on the east coast they're on the west coast and we're doing it via video
1: we are okay. uh yeah we're all three in different states which um we should maybe mention that you know we well i guess it was mentioned by matt earlier that we have known each other for uh quite a long time now and uh because we are sort of spread out on the map we decided that we wanted to yeah stay in touch more and that's the reason why we're continuing to we're starting to do this podcast he said continue because
0: although this is our first official episode this is not our first rodeo uh we've been dealing with the technical get goings of podcasting and here we are ready to rock
2: we're we're still figuring out how to put our phones on silent
1: (gasps) Who was that, by the way? Also, that was me. That was me. God damn it. <laughs> well, the audience is listening. You can see my it's mom. Uh, my mom calling.
2: Oh, sweet. Ignore. Uh, <laughs> Straight first to voicemail.
1: First guest. <laughs>
2: Sandy Bernhardt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Maybe? Well, so the... Uh, We all wanted to, like everybody has said now at this point, just stay in better touch. But we also wanted to give unsolicited advice because that's what we were great at doing at childhood uh, Mm. is having being, you know, being teenagers and knowing everything about everything. And it somehow continued into our mid thirties. So we actually do have some people that have written in for our very first episode. uh, And we are going to be answering their questions and giving them advice the best we know how.
1: And we'll be doing that right after this short break. And welcome back. The first question we have is from Mitch in Lansing, Michigan. Mitch writes, Hi, Qualified Nonsense team. I'm a single guy in my late 20s and I'm having trouble making new friends. I work full time and most of the people I work with are older and have families. All of my high school and college friends have either moved away or have drifted apart due to other life circumstances. Why is it so hard to make friends as an adult and where can I find some? Thanks. This is a perfect good
2: question for us. First question for us because start we a all podcast. Free... Good idea. Start Yeah, start it. Start a podcast with your friends that you don't have. Um
1: Well, oops. kidding. We drifted apart.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean that's exactly what we haven't drifted apart. We just wanted to make sure that that never happened, but um you know, between me, Brandon and Jake, some of us are more extroverted than the others, so I think we're all going to have a interesting opinion on this. So, Brandon I think you're the most introverted, so lead us off.
1: Yeah, um, I I would say that I, I'm probably not the best person to ask about this because I'm not really a social butterfly and I do enjoy my alone time. Um, But, you know, you can always read about that in my manifesto after the feds raid my house. Jeez. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it does make me sound like a loner per no I, i'm not I, I enjoy company uh is <laughs> but... that why you always
2: have tinfoil in your windows
1: <laughs> yes you know i i, I do think uh, making friends as an adult is challenging and especially maintaining those friendships because everybody you know it, you're an adult and everybody that you're meeting is an adult and as adults we have busy lives and we all have you know life commitments so it is difficult to you know it, you you can always meet up with somebody for whatever and but you know maintaining that is is challenging i think you know i i would say try to make friends at work but it sounds like maybe you don't have a ton in, in common which you know i mean it, you can always have be friends with older people <laughs>
2: I was always cautious with being friends with people at work, I guess initially in the like early in the professional career, I was all about it. And one of my original bosses like had said, well, you're going to be here a quarter of your life anyway. Hopefully you like the people you work with. And I was like, yeah, I mean, that seems like sound advice. But then that leads to like getting too close to people. Um, you know, if there's ever like, for example, if if you um want to advance in your, in your career. Um, let's see, Mitch, sorry, Mitch, if you ever want to uh, advance in your career and then you somehow become a superior or a direct report over somebody that you're friends with, it's hard to differentiate those relationships. Not everybody can do it. Uh, but definitely don't date anybody you work with that never ends well, but I guess I would consider myself more on the extroverted side. And I, I mean, It sounds very old hat and I guess we are getting up there in age, but like go to bars or tap rooms or anywhere that you frequent. If you're not a drinker, like just go to parks, like approach people because I think everything right now is so digitized. Like I met my wife on a dating site in 2011 Right. So, I mean, that was even way back when. I don't know what it's like now, but I do know some people that have gotten on those sites just to make friends. And you can actually declare on some of those profiles that you're just here to make friends. So who knows? Maybe uh, put yourself out there digitally. I can't really speak to that, though.
0: Yeah, nor can I, though. I think that um, having an activity is something that uh surprisingly kids and adults you know like kids get thrown into camps or to sports or whatever and that's where they grow their friend groups generally um and i think the same can be said for adults if you want to avoid it being solely around drinking well if you want if you want it to be if you don't mind it being around like surrounding drinking obviously bars are a good place to go especially bars with activities like stupid stuff like pool or shuffleboard or whatever that's a good place to, you know, make casual acquaintances that can blossom into, you know, proper friendships. Definitely don't
2: text your uh, don't text your new friends at 2 a.m. You up because that will show them if you're creepy or not. <laughs> also, I want to circle back to something you said, Jake. And I did this as a kid. I don't know if you guys did, but did you go to summer camp as a kid? I, I went.
1: No, no
0: my my house was kind of a summer camp.
2: I loved it. Like I do, They should. There should be something there probably is. There should be something there for adults, like summer camp for adults. You go away for one week and it's just you and a bunch of other strangers. And you have to like all go and eat together and do trust exercises on the blob or whatever.
0: Those are <laughs> those are called um orgies. Oh, <laughs> or
1: cruises. Cruises. Actually, no, my, <laughs> so, no, but actually, no, that's
0: that's that's real life. The um my folks went out to um go on one of the vineyards in, I know I said origins and then I was like my parents no um they went out to one of the vineyards in in uh Wilmington or not Wilmington uh the Willamette wine oh
2: the Willamette Valley we
1: have we'll a Willamette question guy. from someone in Wilmington coming up anyway Ooh. <laughs>
0: um, did
2: they go to naked winery Please say yes. No,
1: they didn't. I don't
0: think so. But they went to no. some uh, somebody who is from Italy and he, they have their vineyard and their restaurant and he's a chef and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, they set up a, a, a Italy trip and some other people around their age also signed up for this trip. They went to Italy. Uh, this was a number of years ago now, but they made some good friends that way. They made, they like met a couple of couples and... They are now friends that that regularly go out.
2: Was it one Uh, of those like farm to table dinners where everybody sits in one giant like communal table and you like you don't have any say in who you sit next to your parents? Is that what they went to?
0: Not the one. It's it's just like a regular restaurant, the one in Oregon. But I I think what they did is they went on sort of like a whiny foodie sort of trip with the owner of the vineyard and they like went to a number of places where they all as a group traveled. And I think they were all like seated at the same table, but I I think they could choose who they sat next to, but I don't know.
1: I
2: always found that to be like a good exercise. Cause I'm, I mean, I'm married, yeah. to, an in, I'm married to an introvert and it's really hard for her to go out and do like social networking things that I need to do for business. When to her, it seems like, Oh, I just want to go out and hang out with my buds. And I don't, you know, I don't, she doesn't like hanging out with big groups of people, but I would say, you know, Mitch stretch yourself. I would challenge you, like talk to at least one stranger a day, even if it's hey, how you doing? I'm Mitch. I really enjoy the hat that you're wearing, uh, you know, find some common ground between them and just introduce yourself. Say like, "Hey, I just wanted to let you know, like start off and have zero expectations, zero expectations that they're going to want to engage with you. But at least you've done the exercise of putting yourself out there.
1: Yeah, it takes practice. Also, um, kind of what Jake was talking about with his parents i i have seen um our local parks and recreation department they do um trips um that you can sign up for either uh day trips or they do have um like they they have like european trips that are going on or trips around the country uh in the u.s um and i i think it is kind of geared more towards older people or retired people but it's definitely uh, yeah. a rick steve's adventure. You never know. Um, I, I uh, But as far as like the rec center goes, like uh, my wife and I, we took a canning class and, um, you know, you, you can meet people through that. Uh, you, you know, you find something that you're interested in and then you could take a class through your rec center and meet, you know, like minded people. So that's that's a way to do it. You just only know them for three
2: months before they die. If you go to a canning class and make, make
1: friends. (laughs) (laughs) I would say like there there were, um, I mean, Mitch, he said he's in his late twenties. I would say there were probably, I don't know, maybe 40% of the class were people who are younger than me. So dang, um, who are we
2: going to say? We, we, we know what's hip anymore.
0: (laughs) Uh, I, you know what? I actually realized the uh, the increase in my use of the word hip sort of quickly identified me as not being cool because I, I was describing <laughs> things as hip and not hip. And I, I work with a bunch of young whippersnappers in my job, and they're just like, come on, man, stop. Like, what? Do you do
2: the, like the Dr. Evil? Dekka, deca deca, 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 deca. Oh. No, you know what
0: I do? I do what I did in high school. And I'm like, hey, what's up, man? And it's like, no, no, that's appropriation. Um, If you're not, you know, if you're not, if you're not flush with cash, um, to go on trips and stuff, there's also volunteering, um, that you could get the benefit of feeling good about the shit that you're doing. And again, meet with like-minded people and, um, and also do some good. So, so if you've got more time than, than dollars, um, consider doing that. And and it's still a way to, to network with people on a social level.
2: Not really sure the size of Lansing, Michigan, but yeah, I don't know. Just start approaching strangers too. I always, so my, uh, my dad was so extroverted back in the day. There was a new outlet mall that opened up in Woodburn, Oregon, and it was like the place to be. They had coach outlet. They had gap outlet. They had every outlet under the sun. And we went for, um, back to school shopping one year and they had just opened and my dad wanted to be anywhere else except the woodburn outlet malls and we would go into a store and we came out and he was like surrounded by people and i was like dad did you just like meet all these people and he said no no i just started talking to him and back in the day i thought man he's gonna get stabbed one day just like (laughs) try to make best friends with somebody Like, dude stop talking to me but like he has this group around him like He's some kind of rock star. And he's like, oh, I just wanted to talk to him. And he told me he told me this interesting thing once that I kind of adapted. And he said, if I see somebody that's interesting, I would rather ask them and know their story versus walking away from them and wondering what their story would be later. Because you wouldn't see it. Like, chances are, you'll never see that person again. And I always found that to be pretty insightful and kind of applicable to, to what you want to do, Mitch. If you see somebody that's interesting, ask him.
1: Also, Lansing Right next to East Lansing, which is home to Michigan State University, which has an enrollment of more than fifty thousand. So, you know, Perfect. if you're looking for younger people to hang out with, you know, you could have
2: consistent <laughs> college friends as you age. They will stay in college, and you'll just, you know, you'll just have that demographic.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, probably that's not the best worthy. idea. <laughs> you there. You can be their shoulder tap.
1: Yeah, you could buy beer for college students and then, uh, you make a lot of friends that way. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There's probably high
0: schools around too. (laughs) If you, if
2: you see Mitch, not within 500 feet. All right. Well, all right, Mitch, good luck out there. I think we provided you with enough, uh, starting tools.
0: Really, really solid feedback to, uh, you're going (laughs) to, or just
1: enjoy the life of a hermit
2: and, uh, (laughs) Either either way Mitch We'll see you in the
1: news (laughs) (laughs) Whether it's the college girls Or it's the Unabomber style shack Um, Question number two Comes from Cameron, Cameron In Salt Lake City They write Hello my girlfriend and I have Precious little vacation time away from work And it is a pain point in our relationship On how best to spend it I like to get out and see the world, or I would really like to. She wants to have staycations, maybe with a day trip or two. Usually she wins the argument, but how do I convince her to take more exciting trips with me without hurting her feelings or jeopardizing our relationship?
2: Hmm. That's tough. How I would I would be curious as to how long you've been together first, Cameron.
1: Mm-hmm. But
2: um to me So I'm afraid of flying and I kind of identify with your girlfriend. However, I also identify with you of wanting to see exciting things. So road trip, find exciting things that are well within that same like area that's comfortable for her, but exciting for you and perhaps hit those.
1: You you may want to get to the bottom of uh, why your girlfriend doesn't want to go on long vacations. Like, is it? Uh, you know, as Matt mentioned, a fear of flying or financial reasons, or is there a bad travel experience that she had? Uh, what, you know, once you figure that out, then maybe you can tackle that in baby steps from there, you know, you don't want to push her too far. So, you know, maybe if she is afraid of flying, maybe you take a flight that's only an hour or two away from you, or, you know, and then just kind of keep pushing it further. But, you know, why, why are you opposed to day trips? You know, there's, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I kind of maintain that you can have fun anywhere, that there's fun to be had no matter where you go. But, uh, you know, vacation is what you make it.
0: So Cameron, the staycations are nice in that they're inexpensive. Generally. Um, there's not a lot of travel. I know, or rather there's not a lot of planning. I know in my relationship with my partner, um, she ends up being the default planner and she does a lot of the logistical bullshit that comes with uh, traveling and that can be exhausting. So one thing, uh, whether or not this is something that you find in your relationship, but if there are, um, um, specific roles you keep finding yourselves in um, whether you do all of the planning or they do all the planning or vice versa or other roles around the house. uh, For instance, like cooking and cleaning and that sort of thing. Like maybe those are the types of things that contribute to whether or not someone wants to stay home versus someone wants to go out um, on, on like sort of a a larger scale vacation. Um, But because you have uh, so little vacation, um, I would definitely try to get to the bottom of what the purpose of a vacation is for you and for your relationship and for your partner. So um, you know that's uh, that's something that's definitely worth you don't you don't want to psychoanalyze it, but you do want to give it the attention it deserves to figure out what the actual hangup is between your your two ideals of vacation time.
2: Yeah, I think for me, uh, Cameron, it would be, I I could have, I could have a boatload of fun doing new and exciting things for two weeks at a time, but you drive to all these things and it might make your girlfriend, whatever the reason is that she wants to do staycations, make her feel like she has a home base by lining up a Airbnb's or VRBO's along the way and say, you know, all right, Cameron, I really want to go to, um, Las Vegas you could drive from Salt Lake City to Las Vegas um, get a spot there all right well I really want to go to San Diego all right well we're going to drive to San Diego now and stay there versus you know needing to fly but you also have a home base for x amount of time which might feel a little bit more homey than renting uh hotels here and there so good luck out there let us know give us an update
1: yeah definitely so hopefully that helped Cameron and Mitch, why don't we take a quick little break?
2: All righty, we're back for a lightning round with uh with the, with the boys. So, we're going to start off with Brandon. Sasquatch, alive and well or ancient telltale?
1: Mm. Ancient tall tale, possible alien or ghost. Hmm.
2: Hot takes, hot takes. <laughs> Jake, what do you uh, got? I'm, th-
0: I'm I'm thinking um, n- not so tall of a tale, but a misunderstanding. Probably the the local native equivalent to a walkabout, uh, which I have read about before. That people just <laughs> mistook people that were out in the woods for a long, long time doing their own thing and eating some of the shrooms that tend to grow in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs>
2: It's just some unbathed Australians walking around.
0: Not actual. (laughs) No, like I I said the equivalent because I don't remember what it's called, but like a like a vision,
2: like a Hodge,
1: like a. (laughs) a, hmm, Yeah,
2: I mean, that's interesting. Take I'm going to go with um, I don't know. I have several people. We live uh, and we all were born and raised in a very popular area for belief. Uh, We have a lot of people uh, that we know, or at least I know, that have convictions on how real it actually is. Uh, And then I have people that actually, you know, do their best to prove the opposite of that. So I'm going to go. I don't know. Next question.
0: Hmm. Next question.
2: Boxers briefs or boxer briefs or tidy whities, Brandon. Or none. Or none.
1: Uh what um, is it? My birthday? <laughs> boxer briefs. Reason? I've been Oh yeah. Reason? Um they're not as like billowy. They provide some sort of support. Uh they aren't as I I don't know. I, I yeah i like them the best they have the best feel
0: (laughs) (laughs) i like them the best all right um i've been all over the place on this since high school but i'm now back to briefs because boxer briefs uh for whatever reason i i think i like the idea of boxer briefs the best but my fucking dumb thick thighs are just roll them right up (laughs) so they turn into briefs anyway and then it's just bunched at the top so i've got this little like like uh, <laughs> what do you call it like uh, like tall sock at the top of my <laughs> fucking legs stupid so I'm just like fuck it <laughs> oh, I <man>. obviously <laughs> I become venomous about it
1: because I'm I like really I thought like, that was would going
2: be, down a non-pg-13 would 13 area. Be the
1: amount of like both of you combined and I don't have that problem <laughs> must, must be
0: nice I don't know what to tell you
2: Jake's thick um I'm going boxer briefs uh, and i just enjoy like looking back i mean i think at any age some 14 year old something to 18 year old thinks boxers are the coolest and looking back like they're like boxers are so fucking dumb like there's no re- like i don't understand the reason it feels like you're wearing a like a, an entire bedsheet down there like with well, no support we were, we- of anything <clears throat>
0: Like, Although Brandon never dressed like this, we had our high school years during the big sagging time or it was just like just after the big sagging time. So it was like everyone was wearing like things that were a little too big. And if your underwear was spoken through, it had to look like cool ish, but it never looked cool. It was just like cool at the time.
1: I mean, no, I did felt have like to... when you were like going to like a friend's party, uh, like you were going to the pool and you wore your swim trunks under your <laughs> jeans or whatever. <laughs> yeah. That's just, what like, boxers feel like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I
2: mean, I did have to match the uh, the look for my Code jeans because we were going through that juggalo phase back then. <laughs> Although some, some might argue that, you know, juggalo isn't a phase, it's for life. I'm still going boxer briefs because I enjoy this. I enjoy the support that they give and I don't have thick thighs. All right.
1: Um, th- thick thighs save lives. <laughs> <Thick> thighs-
2: <laughs> hey, you know, wear them if you got them. Uh, final question. One item on a desert island. Brandon, go.
1: Uh, DVD player because I love physical media. No, um, DVD? I think a vhs player yeah uh sony Laserdisc. um dude i'd have to think about this but um probably uh, you know since i've been kind of dabbling in it i would say probably a still because if i had access (laughs) to a source of heat i could like distill (laughs) and purify water so I always have a oh. constant source of clean drinking water.
0: <laughs> I,
1: well, I then you, I mean like, you may as well just say a then, pot. I'm
0: just, get, I'm just gonna get <laughs> drunk <laughs> as fuck in the middle of nowhere. I mean, I would, death, I would would definitely, I, could I would definitely vouch for Maybe. that.
2: But like, why do you need a still to just say I need clean drinking water? You could just ask for a pot.
0: <laughs> uh, um, uh, it's for water. It's for
1: water.
2: Medicinal purposes only.
0: This
1: is for hand Uh, sanitizers. Love my essential oils. Um,
2: Surely I can extract the palm from this. Get my doTERRA on.
1: Uh, Or, or I don't know, maybe like a pocket knife. I don't
2: know. (laughs) Two wildly different things, but I'm here for it. For water. For water. (laughs) Jake.
0: A desert island uh fishing fishing rod. Fair, because you know, because obviously, to feed yourself, uh, to fish, also it's a fun way to pass time. Fishing, and it's, it's going to be boring as fuck anyway. So, cast a yeah. line.
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna lead off of that. Uh, but I've watched every season and every episode of Alone, which is truly like one of those shows where they send you out of the wilderness and you have to film yourself and you get 15 items and every single one of them, the very first thing they start off with. And I'm going to I'm just going to go ahead and do it. I want to say a gill net because you don't actually fish for one thing. You, you know, you utilize the branches nearby or whatever, and you kind of put it out there and you walk away and you work on your shelter. And some of these people walk back with like 15 fish in their net, it's like killer. Awesome. So I'm going Gillnet. Thanks alone Pretty on Discovery smart. Channel.
0: I wish I would have watched that. I would have picked that because now I'm going to be out there just fucking fishing, trying to find worms <laughs> to bait my rod. I mean, my
1: hook.
2: You got a worm. Anyway, not being supported by those boxers at all. Hey! <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: well, that has <laughs> been... <laughs> well...
2: That's a killer first episode right there, guys.
1: Alright, so yeah, that has been our first episode of Qualified Nonsense. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to rate Don't forget to rate, review, share, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. Send any advice questions to qualified nonsense at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials. Qualified Nonsense across all platforms. Music provided by Ortega. Special thanks to boxer briefs or briefs uh we'll see you back here next week for another brand new episode of qualified nonsense goodbye